This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at TeachHoops.com. For coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged, episode 478. This is going to be kind of the week of one-on-one calls um, for our teachhoops.com members. You know, I do these calls, um, coaching calls with myself and other coaches um, inside our teachhoops.com community. And, you know, I hope it helps problem solve and, and challenge them on a regular basis. And I, and I just want to kind of give you some of these calls kind of give you an idea of what's inside the community and maybe you can take away a couple golden nuggets so um but before we do that i'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors first of all teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better like i said i'm kind of showing you what's in our one of the many things that's in our community are one-on-one calls along with office hours and more data and information and videos and documents that probably any person would need is in that kind of um put together in a way that you can find it as a roadmap. Second thing is make sure you go over and check out Dr. Dish, our shooting machine, our sponsors for, for 2019. It's a great machine. It's just so easy to use. And if you have something that's easy to use, you will use it. (laughs) And that's why we, we have been successful. I think um, for many reasons, but one of them is I think we can shoot the ball really well. And Dr. Dish has had a big part of that. So make sure you go over and check it out. Mention Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you $300 off your next purchase. All right, let's head off to the podcast. <laughs> it's all right. No worries. <laughs> Sometimes I'm, I'm the old dog. Like, I have a hard time with tech now. Did you have questions? Yes. One was, well, the first question I was asking, like, about the homework, not homework. I guess I worded it wrong. My kids, I took over a varsity girls program. They just lack basketball knowledge. Okay. Is it, do you do just all on-court stuff? Are you talking about them, like, not understanding basic rules or not understanding how to run your offense? Uh, I guess more offense. Or, like, say, a certain way we want to beat a zone. Yep. So, so, 
Yeah, so I do it a couple ways. Like, if they don't know how to break a zone, I'll do it a couple ways. First way is I'll show them on the court because um, some kids need to physically do it. Um, so we'll use the example of breaking like a two, three zone. I would show them how we're going to, how we're going to do that as a, as kind of the whole part. And then, cause, and then physically move them to spots. Um, then some kids are visual learners. So then I'll also do stuff in, in class showing them, um, either teams that do it better than us or us doing it. Um, so, you know, the YouTube is a wonderful thing that I didn't have when I started coaching, but um, you know, you can go on and find, I don't know, like Connecticut running a two, three zone break. And then you show them, look at how these girls are moving and slow it. You can pause it. You can, you know, get a laser pointer and do that. Yeah. So that's the second thing I do. And then the third way is that I actually have them then after I do that, then I pull out a piece of paper and have them because some kids are visual learners, some are physical <laughs> learners, some need to write it. So I have them do all of those things because hopefully one of them will click. Um, and then I'll go back to the court and break it down into small pieces. Like, all right, what, how are we going to get to the short corner or how are we going to get to this? So, um, but I want to make sure I get to all the type of learners. It's someone that's taught for, I want to get to the visual learners, the physical learners, the ones that, I mean, all of them, if you do that, then they'll, all of them will get it. Um, I I also believe a lot in self-coaching. So if there are girls that are getting it, then I would have them try to teach the girls that aren't getting it. Because uh, they talk to each other better than you and I talk to each other or talk to them, I mean. Um, yeah. So their communication is just different. How they communicate is just different than me communicating to them. So then I'll have some of the girls like, okay, explain what we need to do, to, especially the ones that are struggling more. Okay, yeah, that's what, like, last year we struggled. And I was like, man, how do they not get it, you know? And right, like, right. And, and the thing is, you get it, and the way you explain it is getting it, but it's not processing for them. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't do any of that. And Say so, that again? I, and I didn't do any of the, I guess, the classroom stuff. Yeah, I would, do the, I would definitely, because some, some of them will get that way. So they really will. You know, the, especially, you know, if, the, the, if you can, maybe if you can get a group, maybe you get five girls that do it really well then you could tape it during practice and then, you know, you could send it to them, you could put it on YouTube, whatever. Um, so that the other girls that maybe aren't getting it could see, cause that's, you know, whatever it is, maybe it's two foot jump stop, maybe it's shot fakes, maybe it's how you want them to pass, whatever skill you're doing, um, you, you really want to, yeah. Some of them, the, the, I literally half my team processes things through tape, they really do. Um, okay. I would say half and half. The, the paper one is probably the least of the, of the ways, but some kids, if they can draw it and do it, that's the way they, they process. But I would say probably 50-50 is, you know, letting them see it and then letting them do it. Okay. And then the next thing is, I guess, like the zone. We, we got – they played so much zone against us last year, and we just struggled with it. Okay. <laughs> so – my guess is your team can't shoot. Exactly. This year <laughs> will be better, but last year, you know, we just. And tell me where you're. Tell me where you're located again. Yeah, in California. Okay, you so know, you have a shot clock. Yeah, do you know like where Fresno is? I do. Yep. Yep. We're about five minutes from there. Okay, so 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 I was gonna say if you have if you don't, it, it, the shot clock is then your your enemy in that in that um, yeah. world. <laughs> A little bit. I'm going, if you don't have a shot clock in their zone and you can't shoot, you can take a lot of time, but you don't have that. 
Um, so, so there's a couple ways. Um, first of all, you don't want to, so describe your team to me, athletic, haven't played very much. Haven't played. We were, we're young. Our best players are probably sophomores. Okay. And bad. So we were just, I pulled up three freshmen last year because we're just young. Young. Okay. Are they athletic? Mm, yes. Okay. Uh, so w- what I'm thinking is, okay, there's a couple things. If you can't, if you're not, if you don't feel like you're shooting, first of all, long term, you got to take care of that issue. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that issue needs to be taken care of. Or I'm going to zone you for the next 30 years. So long term, you got to take care of the not be able to shoot issue. But short term, um, what I would do is a couple things. First of all, you have to figure out ways to score. Um, that it, especially if you're not a great shooting team. So out-of-bounds plays are a great way. Um, pressure is a great way. So, you know, if you turn them over and you can go get a layup, that's an easy way to get buckets. Um, can, they, can they hit free throws at least, you think? Yeah. Yeah. So then, so then you want to you get things where they're attacking the rim and start working the officials because then you're going to want to get to the free throw line um, because that's – like I tell my boys, that's the easiest shot in basketball because it never changes. Um, yeah. You know, there's no defenders. There's nothing. So you 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 want to work on out of bounds. You want to work on ways that that you can score. So out of bounds plays or side out of bounds plays is a good one. Second one is pressure, right? If you can turn the opposing team over and get easy layups, that's another way. And then the the third way would be attacking the rim. Um, so a lot of zones don't do a lot of cutting and a lot of screening. You're going to want to do a lot of like almost run your man off. I don't know what you run for man offense, but almost run your man offense where they're attacking and at least you're going to the rim and, you know, half the time you're getting a foul and you can get a, you know, wide open shot. Um, yeah. I would also really, especially if you have young girls, I would teach them to go to the offensive glass hard. Okay really hard like make it almost a badge of honor to get an offensive rebound because if they get an offensive rebound they're they're about as close as you're going to ever get to anything you run offensively to the basket so um you're going to want them you know you're going to want them to go because it's you're going to miss a lot supposedly so go to that offensive glass and that you know as soon as you get that ball that's your ball shoot it um so that's a, that's the fourth thing I'd probably work on is really work on going to offensive glass. You know, teach them this is a good thing. If they shoot on the corner, where's the ball going to go? It's going to go the opposite side most of the time. You know, if yeah. you shoot here, where's it going to go? So those little skills that maybe they don't understand, you have to teach them. Like whatever you emphasize, they're going to do. So if you emphasize offensive glass, they'll go to the offensive glass. Okay. Does that so make sense? Like, yeah, our offense last year, like. It was pretty much we had our our I guess our guards just around you know the three point line. We didn't okay. move them like you're saying, and it was really just our two posts that went elbow short corner. So I yeah. need to get more movement. You want movement? I mean, I, I mean, we've gotten to the point where we 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 run our man offense against most zones. One three one, we really don't as quite as much, but. Um, yeah, because because I want movement. Zones don't like moving side to side. And zones don't like movement and cutting and, and dribbling attack, and they don't like things that get them out of sorts. They 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 want things that are nice and slow so they can move side to side. Okay. So yeah, so I would I would even make your guards like a you know they pass to a wing they got to cut all they got to put their head under the basket kind of cut and then everyone kind of fills 
as long as you get movement like that, eventually they're going to find some seams. Um, I would also, if you could, maybe push the ball up the court before they can set the zone up. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, it's the uh, kind of the opposite of the pressure. How can you get easy buckets? Well, we're gonna we're gonna get the ball out of the rim and we're gonna score it in five seconds, and the girls will love that. My guys love that. You know, if you make it all, make, almost make it a contest or something fun in practice, like we are going to be the road runners. You know, we're going to because you, if you pressure and you get quick buckets, then you don't have to worry about people zoning you. Um, okay. So that I would definitely do that too. It's like try to get try to get the ball down and at the rim before they can <laughs> set up the two, three yeah. or whatever they're going to run against you. Okay. Okay. And the other thing was is everybody just pressed us last year. Okay. And I don't know if it's we were just no good at it. No, you're young. You're young. I'll tell you, I haven't seen your team, but you, you describing your team, youth, the best thing about a sophomore is they become a junior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God. Because they, so, so I would work on, so I've had teams over the last four or five years that have had problems with pressure and we spent a lot of time on it. So do a lot of disadvantage drills during practice where, you know, you have three offensive guy, gals versus four defensive girls. Um, okay. And then don't let them dribble. Because okay. my guess is they put their heads down, they get trapped, and they turn it over is probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so dribbling, unless you have a really, really, really good dribbler or a really, really good point guard, most of the time that's not going to work well for you. So work on disadvantage drills, a lot of disadvantage drills. Go, go two on three, go three on four, go four on five. You know, four offense versus five defense in the full court. So it feels worse than the game. And then don't I, – I tell my guys they can't dribble until they get it inside the three-point line. So oh. it teaches them cutting. Diagonal cuts are virtually impossible to defend. Here, let me show you. I'll show you real quick. Um, so if you, if you have a – so let's say you're going this way, mm -hmm. okay, and the ball gets entered over here to, to X. Okay. If you die, so let's say there's going to be someone here defending. Okay. And then let's say you have a player here on offense and a player here on defense. Um, so the ball gets passed into X1. If X2 diagonal cuts, it's impossible for that for, for this defender to stop it. So you want to work on these diagonal cuts in front. So always be cutting in front because this person right here who's defending does not want to can you see that yeah yeah this defender does not want to get beat deep right yeah so everything you're doing is diagonal cuts into the middle across court and then as soon as they get here then someone so let's say the ball gets here well what's this one going to do they're going to diagonal cut this way so uh you know what I'm saying? You just yeah. you teach them catch, square, and look, and you should have people flashing in front because they're going to step to protect. They don't want to get beat deep. So this, this cut will always be open. The diagonal cut will always be open. The problem is X1 gets the ball here and wants to, um, starts dribbling, wants to start dribbling it, and then yeah. that's the problem. They, start, they want to put the ball down, and then it's like turnover, layup, turnover, layup. It's like. The reason coaches don't have any hair, you know. We would get it to, you know, that corner or yep. in, and we would have the opposite big at half court flash in the middle. The the big's the big's great, but the big is too slow, probably. And and our girls are just staring at it, and I'm like, "Don't throw it!" And then 
it's just lobbed up and it's yep just yep you just want you, you and, and the thing is that's repetition and practice you just want to like no dribble cuts 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 and they'll eventually learn that this is how we can break it um so i also tell them i'd rather have them eat the ball than throw it away like <laughs> because so because when you turn it over what happens they get a layup right yeah so I say, I would rather have you take the five count. Okay. Right? I mean, you have to tell them what you want them to do. So I always tell my guys, I'd rather have you, you know, I tell my guys, I'd rather have you football huddle it and eat the ball than throw it away. Because if you throw it away, they're going to score a layup. If you don't throw it away, it's a turnover and I'm not happy, but they didn't score. We can defend them. You know, we can run our defense. Yeah. So you really have to teach them that throwing it away is not an option. Um, And the other girls have to cut to find open space. And that, you know, if you get to, you know, and then I always tell them at that point, you have your dribble as your release. So they catch it, right? You catch it and you square and you look. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am. Please, if you want to help us out, you can do a couple things. You can go over and subscribe and like, leave a five-star review. We would really appreciate that. Also, you could go over and check out teachhoops.com. You can make a commitment to yourself. Um, unlike a lot of this, the resources that are out there, and there are a lot of good ones, um, this is not a stagnant, you know, sit and leave it alone. I am always in the community. I'm always answering questions. I am there to help. I have been successful at the highest level you can be at the, at the high school level, play at the collegiate level, coach at the youth level. I know what you're going through. I know what that irate parent's going to say. I know how you can get that kid to get the 50-50 ball. So go over and check it out and let us know what you think. All right, let's get back to the podcast. The, the official's counting. One, two, three, four. Then you can put it on the floor, right? You can start dribbling. So the count starts over. One, two, three, four. So we're at eight seconds. Then you pick it up. You have another five seconds before you get that five-second count. So – when they catch it, do not let them put it on the floor first, right? Okay. Because you have yeah. four seconds, then you dribble, it starts over. Then you have four more seconds. Now we're eight seconds. Now you pick it up. Now you have five more seconds. So you have 13 seconds before you're going to get that five-second count. That's a lot of time. Now, obviously, if you're breaking the press, you only have 10 to get it over a half court. But that, that dribble gives them a release, um, especially, you know, mo- even more so in the half court. But um, you know, you have to teach them that don't, don't make that throw. Cause it's going to, my guess is it's a layup in the other direction. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's a lot of your press break, your kids just kind of knowing the cuts. Yeah. But you gotta, you, you, you gotta kind of teach them where you want them to go. You know, um, a, a one, four sets a great one to do. You know, if you go here, I don't know if this is erased. It's not. That's one I was kind of looking for. Yeah, if you look at if you look at teach hoops, I got a bunch of press breaks that I've done. Great out of bounds plays are good press breaks too. Um, all right, so you know, a really basic one is taking the ball out of bounds here. Oops, sorry. Um, taking the ball out of bounds here. Put one here. Put one here. And then I put these two deep, like here, mm-hmm. right. And then what I'll do is I'll have them screen, right and roll back and I'll have these guys come these guys come up so eventually I'll end up with a 1 4 set 1 2 
three, four, and they'll be a little deeper than this. They'll probably be down in here. And then if the ball goes here, I have these guys cut. This one cuts across. This one cuts the middle. This one kind. Of, this one cuts down and deep. So this person had, and then whoever threw it in is, let's say five threw it in for me. Five will step back. And okay. so, so this person has the ball. This one's cutting in front off the screen. Oops. And let me move this up. And then um, this one will cut to the middle. And then this one will kind of go down sideline, kind of hook in like a fish hook a little bit. Okay. Um, so you basically have three pat. You can pass it back. You can pass it to the first one. You can pass it to the middle. And then you basically, whenever you're getting trapped, let's say, let's say this person gets trapped right here. You basically got to give, you got to give them three people to look for either sideways and back front, front, middle and front sideline. Okay. And if you give them those three options, one of those three will be open. Okay. Um, you know, even before the trap can come. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of, we just kind of had two passes, I guess. And I feel like at times it was so slow, you know. Our girls putting the ball behind their head, you know, and it's just like. Yeah, don't put it, don't let them do it Statue of Liberty. Nothing good happens yeah, up here, you know. Done. Yeah, once it's here, it's going to get stolen. So they make it, make sure they're kind of, and that, and again, if you do that, you gotta you gotta basically throw them in the lab at this point at, at practice and like it's gonna look you're gonna literally go home and want to have a drink after you do this a couple of days um yeah especially if you do disadvantage drinks uh, disadvantage ones like three on four four on five they're gonna turn it over and then you go yeah. stop and then what i do is i go stop what did you do i i throw it back at them i don't get mad i go okay stop let's say let's say it's uh let's say it's uh lily all right lily what did you do wrong there? Oh, I put it above my head, coach. Okay, perfect. Move on. All right, what did you do wrong? Oh, I, I dribbled right away. Perfect. So you want them to slowly process what they're they'll, – they'll eventually be able to do it. But they'll tell you before you can even say anything. Yeah. Um, and then that's what, that's what they – so when they get in the heat, of the, the heat of the battle and it's five on five rather than four on five, it's going to feel a lot easier. It really is. But okay. it's going to take you – Weeks, weeks, every day, weeks, every day. We we used to start practice with this. Like when I had when I haven't had point guards or a great guards, we've done this every day for five, ten minutes, every day. Like disadvantage. I'll literally stand on the sideline and it's like disadvantage drill. And they'll go, you know, two on three, three on four, four on five, you know, no dribbles, blah, blah, blah. And they'll go boom, 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 done. Um and it takes a while to get good at it, but they will. They will. Yeah, like we've just been doing like basic pivots, it seems like for a month. But finally starting to see it and they're starting to understand like, oh man, we can do this. And it's like right. boring, but it's like we can't move forward if we can't do that. Right. You can't you gotta crawl before you walk. Yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I would try to get shooting in every day. You gotta think long term too. You gotta think don't think short term, think long term. You gotta it's hard it's even hard for me and I got a couple great shooters on my team this year. It is, you got to like, you got every day, like, and part of them, one of them lives in my house and is going to be a senior. So I'm a little bit more, con I'm a little bit more conscious of him getting his shots because it's like anything. If he doesn't get his shots, he's not quite as good as he normally is. Yeah. So it's like, if you're not shooting the ball well and people are zoning you or people, or you're turning the ball over on a pressure every day, you got to do it every day. You got to take, 
you got to carve out that little piece and practice every day. And it's hard because you go, oh, crap, we haven't worked on our bounce plays. We haven't worked on our offense. Trust me, I get that. Um, you got to almost like put it in your practice plan. We got to work on shooting every day. We got to work on press break every day. Um, even okay. if it's five, 10 minutes, whatever it is. Okay. Trying to think of what else I had. Uh, do you think adding, like we didn't really, last year we didn't play any zone. Okay. Just because I kind of felt like we weren't ready for it. Yep. And we didn't press. Okay. Do you think that's something I should try to add? So do you think your man is good now? Yeah, I think it's a lot better. Okay. And I think that, I think I was last year it's I was thinking big picture like, oh, we gotta run this offense, we gotta do this. And then, you know, the summer I'm like, it doesn't matter if I have the best offense, if we can't do the little things, it's not gonna work. It's not. It's not. So I don't know if not playing zone hurt us because they don't really know how to play zone, so it's hard to teach them how to do So, So I would – whatever zone you probably see the most, I would put it in. Okay. If nothing else, I'm a, I'm a big believer in changing momentum. Like, let's say you've run your man and they've come down and scored four, three or four straight times. I'm just going to go to zone for a couple possessions just to get them out of their rhythm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm doing. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that I would do that, and then the pre, the press one's a little bit harder one. <laughs> um, yeah. If you if you if you're athletic and you think you can turn people over, it, it wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing because you can work on two things at once. You can work on your press break, and you can work on your press. Yeah. Um, so from that standpoint, it's probably you could probably find time in your practice to do it. Um, I personally would put the zone in before I put that in probably just to, you know, cause I, I'm a, like I said, I think you can change teams momentum with yeah. one or two possessions of doing something, then getting out of it. Yeah. Okay. What about like a man offense? Do you have any suggestions? I mean, I'm a big read and react guy, but I've run everything. So if you have questions, I can help you. But um, I like, I like something that gives them some freedom. I like spacing. Um, and the read and react does that. It's basically rules. You know, if you do Rick's rules, it's like 40 of them, but we, we've, we've narrowed it to like four or five. Um, you know, I, you know, dribble drive is good. You know, basic motion is good. You know, like the read and react something that a young team. Um, I think so. I think so. If you, if you go to the Facebook group, um, or I can send it to you too. Um, I have a set of rules and I've narrowed it down to like four or five rules. It's basically spacing. Now, do you have bigs? We have one that I think is going to have a good year. Okay. So it's a little bit harder to run, read, react. Can the big step out? Well, that's what we've been working on. Okay. So, so you know, you might want to run a, a, a four by one motion. I mean, I personally would simplify it as much as you can. You know, if you have the ball, what can you do? You can pass, you can dribble. Once you once you get rid of the ball, what are you going to do? Are you going to screen away? Are you going to flash? Are you going to you know? Yeah, that's what read and react basically gives you some basic rules. Um, you know, you can you can also run a structured offense like you know the swing or something like that or the wheel or there's all sorts of structured ones too. Um, I personally, especially if you have a young team, I'd keep it simple. Um, whatever you feel really comfortable doing, I would do. I wouldn't I wouldn't try to complicate the offense at this point. 
we ran like a high four last year and i mean we struggled we didn't get a lot of man but it's just our dribbling wasn't there i mean it's, it's gotten a lot better this year but i just didn't know so if you're not seeing a lot of man i really wouldn't worry about that much um okay. i would just worry about like how am i going to attack these zones what are our rules going to be where do i want my big to go um so you know go, you know you have three or four girls out one girl in you know what are the where do you want them to look what what kind of location do you want them to be in so i wouldn't does the read and react kind of is it kind of a man and zone offense? it is it is it works for both um so it just really depends on on you know yeah, it's it's basically about spacing and a couple rules. You know, you, you, what are you going to do when you pass? Are you going to cut through or are you going to screen away? Are you going to help out a teammate? Um, you know, so you're making the defense make decisions on everything that you're doing. There's all there's always movement kind of in the read and react. Um, okay. It's just, it, yeah, just kind of, let me see if I can find, I think I have it in my file. I'm looking here. Hold on. Um I think I have it in the file section on our Facebook group. But it'll probably be near the front. Uh, free throws. I don't have it. I'll put it in there. Um, yeah, so it, it, if you go to the Facebook group, it's written under my um, – it says Spartans Offensive Rules because we're the Spartans. Um, okay. But, you know, hold on. I'm pulling it up. So – Basically, our rules are you got to fill the five offensive spots. Mm -hmm. If you're overplayed, you backdoor, which means if someone's denying you real hard, you probably won't see that a lot in the zone. But if someone's overplaying you, you backdoor. After you pass, you cut to the basket. So a lot of cutting. Um, But when you pass from the point to the wing, you either screen away, um, you backdoor cut. Um, So it's really basic rules. So that's, you know – yeah. What you should do is look at your girls and say, okay, my big, what do I want my big to do? I want her to always ball screen. I always want her to screen away. I always want her to flash to the short corner. What do I want my guards doing? I want them cutting. I want them screening the zone away. Are you good at flare cut? I mean, that's where you got to kind of, and then just come up with three or four rules that get them moving is basically okay. what you want to do is get them moving. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. There was anything else? Not so much. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. After what I tell everybody after these calls is like, email me in two or three weeks, and you'll have probably have a bunch of questions. <laughs> it's like yeah. you start working through stuff, and it's like, oh crud! I got to work on this. I don't know about this. Um, so go back, especially look at the look on look at our member area for press breaks. I did a whole like hour on different press breaks. Um, okay. Look at that. I tell people, if you have a good out-of-bounds play that gets the ball in, that will work as, an, as, a, as a press break, too. <laughs> uh, now, people always say, you know, out-of-bounds plays are to score. Well, you can also use an out-of-bounds play to go the other direction. You just get the ball in, and then you just got to teach your kids where to kind of attack. So um, if you have something that works, that's, that can work as a press break, too. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right. Thanks, Coach. I appreciate it so much. Yep, no problem. Anytime. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you. Yep. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I would ask that you stop running. You go, you call home, you go, honey, 
I need to join teachhoops.com. I need to become a better basketball coach. This coach Collins knows what he's talking about. He's experienced it all. He can help me take my game to my coaching game to the next level. I hope I can. I think I can go over and check it out. Subscribe and like, make sure you go over also and check our YouTube channel out. Um, teach hoops on YouTube, hundreds of videos, thousands of videos. I think we're over thousands of videos now. Um, go over and check that out. It doesn't cost you anything. And if you're going to do any shopping tonight, click on our Amazon link down below and then go shopping. You won't even notice it. It doesn't cost you anything. And we get a small little affiliate helps us with our hosting fees. Talk to you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.